Hey y'all, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. And surprise! Surprise! We're back. We're giving y'all a bonus episode. So we just, a couple weeks ago, closed our Men Tell All mini-series that closed out season three. And we have a lot of things to say about it. Yes, we do. We (laughs) caught ourselves talking about these episodes so much after we recorded them, went back and listened. We've listened to each episode, I think, twice each. Yeah. And we just learned so much from this and had so many takeaways and follow-up thoughts. And so we thought, why not share with the listeners that we have all the things that we have been talking through and thinking about, about these episodes since we recorded them. So you're welcome. Here we are. (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. (laughs) Merry late Christmas. I just thought about, I'm not just like annoying in real life. <laughs> Promise. Oh my gosh. Although we have learned that Bethany is intimidating in real life, apparently. I've known this for a long time about myself. <laughs> I've just never met anyone honest or brave enough to tell me why. Yes. So if you think Bethany comes across as intimidating, you Please have a reason. Email me. <laughs> I would love to hear it because I don't think I am. I don't think you are either, but I've known you forever. That's true. But I mean, you've got a very like loud, boisterous personality. If someone's not like that, that's I could, true. I could see how okay. that would be like. So I guess my purpose in, like, I've asked people for years, what mm-hmm. is it? Because what I really want to know is, should I change it? I don't think so, because that's just you. Okay. And I think the people who take the time to get close to you aren't intimidated once okay. they get to know you. Okay. Well, if, if that changes, pe- let me know. <laughs> okay. If the people that are close to you are like, you're still intimidating after three years, then maybe we'll talk about it. Okay. That's true. That's a good distinction. Yeah, but I don't think that you have to worry about it. Well, there's my question of the day. What's yours? <laughs> so my question of the day since we are now a week out from christmas yes what was one of your favorite christmas gifts that you got this year okay i think my favorite one it was actually what my dad got me and i've been there's like the one thing i really wanted Mm -hmm. because i'm like the worst at like telling people oh i really want this as a gift i don't know surprise me i'm the Mm -hmm. worst yeah i can never think of things like on the spot ever so You know, I've been watching all the influencers on Instagram and they all use this super cool Revlon like hairbrush dryer. You got one. Yes. Isn't it the greatest thing ever? I love it. It's like this hairbrush, but it's also like a hair dryer. Like it puts out heat and you can even do like cool on it. Cool air too. So anyway, you can dry and style your hair at the same time. It's because my thought was, well, if I can cut out having to dry and straighten, it'll be great. And it gives you so much volume because you're like doing that too. Exactly. Anyway, you know, giving yourself a blowout. You love my technical terms. Yes. Yes. I just really like it. Yeah. I I mean, it's been four days, but whatever. (laughs) I love mine. It's wonderful. So what was your favorite? My favorite, I got AirPods, which I've been dying for because I have to carry multiple pairs of earbuds because my phone has one type, my computer has another, it gets in the way of my keyboard when I use them at work, so... I just have my little AirPods now. I get to work out in them, which is so much better. So there's no cable. Fine. Now you can work out more. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) New year, new me. New year resolution. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's jump in to our thoughts, takeaways, feelings about these past few episodes. Let's start just so we give some context. So let's start out with talking about kind of what our goals were for this series. Because I don't think we made that super clear. I think we talked about it sporadically, but never all like in one place. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, yeah. (laughs) Whoopsies. Details. We're still kind of rookies, right? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Can we use that excuse? We totally are. 
The first thing we wanted to do, and we accomplished this by asking the guys what they looked for in another girl. So physical traits, personality, character, whatever. But we wanted to prove that guys have different types because I think there's this misconception that guys just have one type. And if you don't look like Blake Lively or a Barbie doll or whoever, then you're just not going to be found attractive. And that's not the case because every single guy had a different type and different answers Oh yeah, to this question. And so, and we told them that, like, we're not asking this to for you to just share your type with the world, but we wanted to prove mm-hmm. everybody's looking for something different, just like girls do. Oh, yeah. I think that's something you and I have learned just as we've been doing this podcast, because I probably would have agreed with that. Yeah. At the beginning and said, nah, uh, you know, I know because I've told people before, you know, I know I'm not the kind of girl a guy just looks across the room and is like, I'm in love, you know, but once you get to know me, I'm a winner. <laughs> um, so I think I have really learned and realized as varied as our types are, so are theirs. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the perception, but that's why we picked totally different guys. We did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Different ages different approaches to dating, different relationship statuses, all of those things wasn't an accident. (laughs) We did that on purpose. So yeah, that was a big goal of why we wanted to do this. Yeah. Because how boring would it have been if we'd gotten three guys were exactly the same and gave us the exact same answers. Exactly. So that was super intentional. And I would really challenge those of you, if you've only listened to one of the interviews or a couple and not all, I would really encourage you to listen to all three just to kind of get the full perspective here. But if you found yourself listening to one and thinking, oh, that guy's definitely not my type, or I view that totally differently than he does. Make sure you're not just like projecting your type onto him because it's fine for you to say, hey, I probably wouldn't date him, but he sounds like an awesome person and my type's totally different. And that's completely fine. Yeah. I mean, if we're not talking about like core character things, like you and I approach dating Oh yeah. Differently. Yeah. In some, I mean, in some ways we're very similar. Yes. But like, we're not exactly the same on stuff either. No. And, well, and that's why this podcast works too. Exactly. Because you wouldn't want to hear people who think the exact same way about everything. Mm-hmm. Like I probably represent some of our listeners, whereas Bethany represents some different of our listeners. And then there may be things where we represent all of them or none of them. None of them. <laughs> So those are the ones we got to work on. Yeah, we got to work on things sometimes maybe. But it's okay if you're listening to not agree with everything that the guy said and be like, oh, well, that's an interesting point that he made. Cool. I'd date him. I wouldn't. Two of them aren't even available, so you can't even make that distinction. True. But, but, but if you want Gabe's number, just let us yeah, know. Yeah, just let us know. He'll kill us for saying He will that. kill us. We're not going to actually give it out. No, no. But that would be my <laughs> advice to you. And I even I even thought that of like, oh, that's a different thing. I've never thought about that before. I mean, totally. that's what this whole episode's about. Yes. So we apparently haven't thought about a lot of things apparently before. Apparently not. No. And one thing I, we did want to clarify, because I don't think we made this super clear at the beginning, was that we asked the guys like, hey, what are you looking for in a girl? You know? Physically, character, personality, all those things. And one thing we didn't make really clear to you guys is that we told them, okay, it's a given that she's a believer. It's a given that faith is compatible. Like, that's not what we mean. We didn't want a 10 minute answer on scriptural things that they're looking for when we're like, okay, that's the most important. You're going to find that. Okay, what other things are you looking for? So we didn't make that really clear to you guys that we had told them all that. So it kind of sounded like they're like, oh, well, I just want this, that or the other physical thing, you know, personality, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to, you know, we didn't want to be unfair to them. Yes. We told them not to answer yes. the other. <laughs> that's true. Because that was the commonality 
among them. Exactly. There were a lot of different things about these guys, but that was the same. And it was understood when they were going through because we sent them the questions ahead of time. And in those questions, we said, okay, aside from her faith or aside from the fact that she's a believer, what are you looking for? So, yeah, just like Bethany said, clear that up. Yep. Clear the air. Okay, so before we get into, like, each one specifically, like, what we learned or liked or didn't like or whatever, mm-hmm. overall, if you were like, okay, the one thing that really stood out to me or your biggest, like, thing you learned or biggest takeaway, what would it be? Mine, shockingly enough, was that guys are okay with girls making the first move. And mm. not are they just okay with it, but they see it as a sign of confidence. Because if you had yes. asked me before these interviews, I would have thought if I'm the one making the first move, I'm going to come across as I'm pursuing too much or I'm chasing too much and I'm not letting the guy like take his role in the relationship or whatever. Yeah. But for Brett and Gabe specifically, both said, I love confidence. And if a girl is confident enough to come up and ask me, to go out with them, yeah. that is really attractive. And I, I was like, okay, well, yeah. definitely wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Growing up, you know, you're taught that the husband should lead in a relationship and men should lead and they should pursue biblically. And that is true. And that is correct. But, but like, I'm going to disagree with them. Yeah. That's not what I mean by that. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you look at a girl making a first move, that does not mean that she is now leading the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we're not saying, oh, a couple of guys told us, hey, you can make the first move. And we're like, okay, we'll just, we'll do it. Yeah. We, and like we tell you guys, we back that up to scripture and we back that up to what, you know, what we believe scripture says and analyze that and then say, okay, yes or no. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you should do that with anything. Yeah. Anything we tell you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Please go do your own research. Yeah. So I think that was huge, too, because Mm -hmm. that definitely was not my perception of it. Well, and I think it's been changing over the time of doing this podcast, too. Yes, for sure. And what Brett said specifically really hit me that guys a lot of times know they would go out with a girl, whether or not they make the first move. So you're not going to hurt your chances. It's not going to tip the scale if you go ask about per se. That really was like, okay, so he's not going to be on the fence. And if I make the first move, he doesn't like that. And he's like, nope, never mind. Not going out with her. It's just, oh, I would know. And so my answer is going to reflect that. Whether I ask you out or you ask me out. Yeah. That's, that was really cool for me to hear. And that makes sense. Yeah. And so... And like we've always said, would I ask a guy out? Not necessarily. Do I think there's something wrong with it? No. But I think hearing them say this kind of says, well, maybe I would. We'll just leave it at that. There we go. (laughs) Okay. So Bethany, what was your biggest takeaway of everything that we learned and heard? After thinking about it long and hard, (laughs) I think my biggest takeaway. I'm laughing because I know her answer. (laughs) Was. It was in Brett's interview. It, just the way he said it, I think, struck a chord. He was like, girls overthink things. He, I'm pretty sure he said, my answer is my answer. Mm-hmm. If I like something, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Like, what more do you want, basically? Yeah. And so even as he was saying that, I'm sitting there like, yeah, but. Or, <laughs> I know there's more to You're it overthinking that. about overthinking. Totally. I think we joked about it then, but just like, <laughs> my brain literally can't comprehend that's all there is to it for their brain. Like my brain cannot work like that. And so it just kind of clicked and became more clear to me that, okay, that really is how their brains work. And I've just got to go with it and quit trying to make their brains be like my brain. Or Mm -hmm. when they say something, it means what I would have meant or thought through before I said that thing, just accept it at face value and 
go with it. Yeah, like you can't keep filtering their words and actions through your filter. Exactly. That was a big one, too. That was a fun one because it was so like, (laughs) I'm being serious, but this is really funny because it's just so widespread Mm -hmm. over everyone everyone yes yes if you are a girl that doesn't overthink things god I've bless never met you one. no and please uh message us on instagram yeah, or email us and tell us your secrets because that would be amazing yeah i've never met a girl who didn't overthink things we just overthink them differently Ooh, i like that quote but you need to write that down <laughs> it's a little nugget of wisdom there for you, you later on. okay then so let's we've kind of broken things down from here these were the overarching things that really stood out to us more than anything, but there were a lot of things in each specific interview that we wanted to touch on. So let's start with Brett's and we'll go in order. Okay. The first thing, this was early on in Brett's episode where he even said, he's like, I know Kristen has a list. She's probably told y'all. And I'm like, wow, my, this is a really big theme for me, apparently. Um, but Brett made the point. He's like, girls have a list and guys just kind of know it when they see it. And Matt made the same mm-hmm. point, which I thought was cool. I yeah. loved when one guy, because none of them listened to the other ones before we recorded them. Yeah. So I loved when one guy said the same thing as another one without realizing yes. it. But I thought that was really interesting because it's, oh, I just know what I like before. Or I see it. Whereas a guy sees a girl like, oh, she's, I really like her. And mm-hmm. there can be a girl two days later, he sees looks and acts nothing like girl A, yeah. but he still likes her. And he just kind of knows it when he sees it, which was interesting to me. Yeah. I think that's probably, it goes back to how our brains work. One, mm-hmm. but two, if you think about our struggle with expectations and managing them, which is more of a struggle for girls than it is for guys. I think that's a big part of why, because even if we hadn't written out a list You've got it in your head of all these mm. things. And so you go into every interaction with this list of expectations already, whereas they don't put that in their brain. And so they are not looking at it that way. Yeah. So that's why it can be so different, which it can be for us, too. But you sometimes yeah. have to, like, get past those expectations. Yeah, because I'll even find myself. I've thought, I'm like, OK, well, he's not normally what I would go for. Right. But I like him. Yeah. But I make that conscious thought, whereas a guy would just be like, oh, I like her. Sure. She's cool, as Brett said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's a cool girl. Um, but I think it's just, like you said, the difference in how our brains mm-hmm. work is really interesting to yeah. me in that sense. I love, too, how Brett pointed out, because we've talked about this before, too, the importance of trusting in God, ultimately, for your relationship and looking for him to fill that role. Because the guy you're with, and in his case, the girl you're with, they're always going to let you down. Mm -hmm. They're always going to fail you. They're not perfect. And there will always be something, no matter how great they are, that they let you down in. And if you're looking to them to be the ultimate source of all good things, Mm -hmm. that will shatter your world. Yeah. And so you've got to keep that hierarchy of authority and roles how it should be. Yeah. Well, and I loved how Brett talked about it, too, in the sense of he's he was looking for a girl that trusted God because he's like, if she puts that kind of like pressure and expectation on me, I'm going to disappoint her. Oh, totally. And I remember my college pastor telling me that one time. He's like, if you can't even trust a perfect God with your circumstances, your life, whatever, and he's not going to let you down or disappoint you, how in the world do you think it's going to go when you're trying to put all of that on an imperfect human who will disappoint you mm-hmm. and who will let you down. And like you said, it's going to shatter you. It's going to shatter the relationship yep. when that trust is displaced. Um, so I just thought that was a really good yeah. reminder too. 
another thing that Brett said that really hit home for me, just because I'm not a risky person, <laughs> as y'all have probably figured out by now. And it was kind of going back to what he said about the girl making the first move. But he said, don't miss out on what you want just because you're scared to make the first move. And he made the point that so I didn't just... I don't ask girls out because I'm the guy and I'm supposed to. I ask the girl out because if I don't, I'm worried about what I'm going to miss out on. Earlier this year, Brett and I were having a conversation kind of about this. And he, I will never forget this. He said, Kristen, the pain of wondering what if lasts a lot longer than the pain of rejection. I was like, dang, when did you start <laughs> dropping lines? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's because even though the result is not what you wanted in rejection, there is certainty. Yes. That's what it is. The uncertainty of what if will drive you crazy. Yeah. And so if you're just sitting around like, oh, maybe we could, or what if he said yes, or what if it did work out, but then you never do anything about it, that's a miserable place to stay. And I think you will, I don't mean this in the sense of like, oh, you're going to thwart God's sovereignty. Yeah. But like, you'll miss out on opportunities with other guys because you're so focused on this one what if. Mm. that you either need to just get over it in your mind or do something about it. It gets to that point eventually, I think, to where there needs to be action taken, whether that action is known by this guy or not. It may be totally in your head of going in a different direction, but until you do that, you're going to miss out on who knows what else. And like I said, not in the realm of God's sovereignty, but in our terms, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I hadn't thought about it that way. But yeah, so just don't succumb to just wondering what if like yes have the courage to 20 seconds of courage yes as we'll talk about later because that i just love that too <laughs> my little courage theme getting there you go into all this it was great and then i love too, kind of along those lines of what to do and what to be because we've talked about this a lot too mm-hmm. you know he, brett talked about become the best version of yourself like we've talked about so many times be who the person you're looking for is looking for mm-hmm If you're with the same type of person over and over or things end for the same reasons over and over or the same things become issues over and over, it may not be always entirely the other person, but it's what are you attracting? What are you going after? Are you, if you want something different, you may need to be something different and not just for the sake of getting that result, but for the sake of becoming more godly, becoming more like Christ, becoming more whatever it is that you need to be. So that that person that you're looking for, you're what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So I just love that he brought that up. I did too. And I think, you know, we did that episode on putting your best foot forward, which we referenced mm-hmm. in this interview, but he didn't say become like this girl or become no. this version of this other person or of this perfect, what a perfect girlfriend or wife. It's become the best version of yourself and who God created you to be. Exactly. And, you know, with girls in comparison and how we, you know, Again, our brains. Don't you love girl brains? I mean, that's what I'm really learning is like, man, girl brains are the best and the worst thing all at the I know. same time. Seriously. But we go to, oh, I need to be like her. I need to look like that. Or I need to be like, no, what What can I do to be the best version of what I've been given and who I am? And then to have to find somebody who's attracted to that, like that is going to be incredible. Oh, totally. And if you're not, that if you are trying to just change to get this result that you want and mm-hmm. I try to force something to happen one that's a kind of twisted form of manipulation because you're manipulating yourself I feel like yeah but then two you cannot maintain that no. long term so it's exhausting it's exhausting but then at the same time you have misrepresented yourself to this guy and long term he will not appreciate that mm-hmm. and rightfully so yeah so yeah it's about being the best version of who god created you to be with the strengths that you have with the personality and the character traits that you have 
use those to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And going back to what he said before, ultimately for God's glory. Yes. Because he is where your trust, he is where your faith is, not because you're trying to impress some guy. Exactly. I love that. Also, I just love that I got to interview my little brother. (laughs) (laughs) It was so fun. Oh my gosh. I think Brett's was the most fun. Mm -hmm. Gabe's was the funniest. Yes. And Matt's was probably the most helpful. Yes. Don't you think? I think I would call Matt's the most wise. Insightful? What, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But it was, yeah, there were definitely things, because Bethany even asked me, like, which one was your favorite? I'm like, I feel like I'm picking a favorite kid. Like, I don't think <laughs> exactly. I can because I liked each of them for Yeah, I loved all of them. Yeah, and took so much. But yeah, there were definitely, I think that's a good. Okay. Okay, so speaking of Gabe, <laughs> our single and ready to jingle friend, that threw me over the top when he said that. <laughs> I, I wasn't shocked that he said no. it, but I was like, only you, Gabriel, only you. He is a goober. Something else. All right. Oh. I didn't, I don't think I told you this. Yeah. So. Oh dear. Um, it was the Friday after Gabe's interview aired. Okay. I was at your Christmas program. Uh-huh. If y'all follow us on Instagram, you saw me storying with Gabe. Oh yeah. Gabe was my little, uh, sitting, seating partner, sitting partner. Seat buddy. Seat buddy. Thank you. Why did I have such I don't know. That was, you made that really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Overcomplicating. Gabe sat with me because everybody else I knew was in the choir at the church <laughs> Christmas program. So I asked him, I was like, so? How do you think it went? Yeah. He was like, I mean, it was good. I was like, was there anything you would have said differently? And he was oh, like, oh boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I thought it went really well. And he was like, the, what thing, did he say? the thing about the calendar invite, I probably would have dropped in. I'm like, that might've been a wise move. Um, and he, oh, that's he, he funny. was like, that might've been a little extreme. Like maybe just a smidge. I'm trying yes, to be I will nice. say if you're on the fence of like, is he joking? Is he, he is. He is. Any anytime you're wondering, is Gabe yes. joking? He yes. totally is. Oh, totally. Gabe is very sarcastic and yeah, just the Hence class the clown. Yes, exactly. So, anyways, I just thought that was That's really funny. funny. That, that was, I mean, he didn't even hesitate. He's just like he had been thinking the about outlook it. invite. If y'all haven't heard that one or haven't heard that part, go listen to that because it was hilarious. But, anyways, I just thought that was oh funny man, that that's said funny. That. Yes. So, what was something that you really? that stuck out to you about Gabe's interview. I loved, and on the one hand, I know this kind of surprised you, but it doesn't really surprise you if you know Gabe, where we asked him like, okay, so if you like a girl, what do you do to let her know? And he's just like, uh, typically I just ask her out. <laughs> We're like, good answer. Good call. Good call. Because it, we weren't, I wasn't going into that question with any of them thinking you were, they were going to say that. Uh-uh. It was just, oh, I'll talk to her more. I'll do this yeah. or I do this or uh-huh. I flirt this way. And he was just like, I just go ask her. Yeah. Out. Like, I think Gabe okay. had, and I think I know Gabe has more of that mentality. Kind of like we talk about a first date doesn't have to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so he totally goes into it with that mindset of she's cool. I like, I'll ask her out. Let's go on a date. Let's go get coffee and get to know each other. And not all guys think that way. Yeah. This is one of those ways like we were talking about where it's different. There are other guys who take more of a cerebral approach, shall we say. (laughs) They think it through. They observe. They want to really get to do some of that getting to know the girl before they go out on a date. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know that one is necessarily right or wrong. It's different. It's different with different Um, guys. I think where you go from there with both approaches is critical. That's the key. And we won't get into all that now, but I think it's just a different approach to that first date. And I think you have to be careful, like we've talked about, and we'll talk about more if you think a girl is coming into it with this perception that it's something super serious. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I don't know, we'll just go get coffee. Like, you kind of got to navigate that, mm-hmm. which I'm sure he does well. Yes. So <laughs> I guess, too, you hear him say that and you're like, oh, well, if you apply 
all guys are like this to that one thing, you might get a little frustrated. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> because not all guys are like that. No. It works for him. But I know plenty of guys who do not take that approach. They are more of the observe take things in, put out some feelers. Mm-hmm. I think Gabe is less concerned about being rejected than most guys are. I completely that, I'm, agree. I'm like stumbling around my words, no, but I, I think that's what I'm agree. getting at. Because even Brett said with Keely, he didn't ask her out till he knew she right. thought he was attractive and she was interested. Right, because he said, I want to know a girl's going to say yes before mm-hmm. I ask her out. I don't think Gabe is as concerned about that. I don't think so. I think so. Gabe's like, oh, I like her. We'll see what happens. There you go. So, yeah. But like you said, if you're talking to a guy... Or you're interested in a guy who doesn't have that approach. It doesn't necessarily mean he's not interested. And it doesn't necessarily mean he's taking the wrong approach. It's just different. So. Well, yeah, because on the flip side of Gabe, if he's not interested, he's not going to pursue you. Yeah. So with him, you could, or with a guy who's similar to him, you would know, well, he hasn't done anything. He's not interested. Mm -hmm. But if you apply that to men at large, it's not necessarily the case. No. And so you just have to know the specific guy that you're interested in or that you're wanting to get to know or that you're interacting with or whatever stage you're at, no, you know, get to know those things and be able to tell that. Yeah. Because it's not that hard. You can, I mean, you You can can tell real quick. (sighs) Yeah, exactly. The guy's a, Hey, I'm going to ask immediately or he's a little more reserved, reserved, methodical, thought through cerebral, as you (laughs) called it. That makes it sound so sophisticated and like, we're smart around here. Yes. (laughs) You said that with a very subtle. I know I did. (laughs) And I know you didn't mean to, but that was amazing. That was perfect timing. Oh, man. Another thing that I selfishly loved about Gabe's interview is that he confirmed all the signs that we've given our listeners about how to show you're interested in a guy. That was my favorite part and of Gabe's interview. And he didn't even know he was doing it. He was like, the arm touch and singling him out in conversation and coming over to talk to him in a group and bringing up past experiences when you talk to him. And, all, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we've. We actually know what we're talking we about. We said all those things. <laughs> We've talked about Go this us. before. And I feel like London from yeah. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. We have Disney Plus and Lindsay has been watching Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Me too. And so I've been here in London Tipton around and she's like, yay me. Yay me. That's what I felt like during that. <laughs> exactly. That's what I felt like during that part. I was like, oh my word. Go us. Go us. <laughs> yes. Because it was like, oh, I mean, we knew that this is what we typically do when yeah. we like a guy, but the fact that guys pick up on that mm-hmm. and that that communicates the message we're trying to send. Just the whole point of all of yes, this. Yes, was so, uh, like, a relief and exciting all the same Exactly. Yes. And then so, you're like, wait, so all those guys that I did that to, they knew. Knew that that's what and I was trying to do. just don't think about that side too, yeah, too yeah, long. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe don't dwell on it too much. <laughs> but just know in the future, yeah. that arm touch, man, is Bethany... Bethany so mm-hmm. widely broadcast. What did you say? Was patent, patent pending. pending. <laughs> Arm touched by Bethany. We're as seen on TV. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be able to retire off that. If Three easy payments of $19.99. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, my We're old. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. The last thing I want to talk about with Gabe's interview was when we talked about, like, the difference in, like, guys and girls paying for things. Okay. And the reason I want to talk about this is because... I didn't expect the conversation to go in this direction. We didn't even have this on the agenda. It kind of came up from a different question. But this really stuck out to me because I wasn't expecting the conversation to go this way. And I just thought it was super interesting because I had a little bit of a different approach than Gabe. Uh But I totally understood where he was coming from. But it just kind of... Struck me like, oh, okay, this is different. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but okay, like, cool. And yeah. let's talk about it. 
Yeah. And we talked about it for a while. And what's cool is that a lot of my friends that I've talked to, like, this has been something they've brought up about this episode. It's pretty definitely consistently. been the most talked about thing, which is funny. Because it was really challenging to me. Because, like, talking about that, because I've said, you know, I offer, like, hey, I don't expect you to always pick up the tab. Like, mm-hmm. I don't just want you to know. The reason I do it, though, because I've never had a guy take me up on it. Yeah, same. Uh, in fact, one guy I was dating, I said it. And he was like, I'll let you know. He was like, I, I don't plan on this ending anytime soon. So down the road, sure, maybe I'll let you know. Yeah. And that was it. Never heard another word about it. Never paid for anything. Never. And I think the reason, like, I, I don't mind paying for stuff. I'm all for it. Yeah. But I don't, I just want to put it out there. I want to make sure he knows I'm not sitting here with this entitlement attitude of I expect you to buy every little thing for me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's no big thing. Yeah. But the challenging part kind of got sidetracked. Yeah. What got me thinking was, because like I said, this has been one of the more talked about things. Mm-hmm. I just assumed this was very run of the mill. Yeah. Like if you had, had looked back at all of the stuff in all these episodes and said, okay, what do you think people are going to want to talk about the most? Like <laughs> you wouldn't have picked If there this. had been a hundred things to choose from, this would have been probably like 103. Like <laughs> it would have, it would have just never crossed my mind Yeah. because I just thought it was that run of the mill. Yeah. So what it got me thinking about, I wonder what other things I assume mm. are totally normal, quote unquote, because they are to me. Yeah. That's a great When it comes to, to dating. It. And then my next thought was like, and we talk about communication all the time, but just how important communicating with the person you're dating is because things that I'm not going to think twice about may be entirely different or a big thing, or they want to talk about that. And I just don't know it. And so if you're not communicating those things, who knows what things you're assuming are normal because for you they are and they may not be for him. Mm-hmm. So that's just been like, you know, I was just challenged like, okay, like yeah. what? And I haven't been able to think of any other things, but I don't know that I will be able to. Yeah. Because I, they're not something that would pop into my head to think about. Mm-hmm. So as you're communicating, it's almost not like, okay, what things are normal for you? But like, hey, what's important to you? in this relationship as far as like what it looks like, how we do this. What are your expectations? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because in them answering that, you'll say, Oh, I hadn't thought about this, but now I know it's important to you Mm -hmm. or, Oh, that has never been something that crossed my mind, but now I know it crosses yours. Like those are just conversations you want to have. And that was got my brain overthinking. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think that's a great just challenge to have in general as you're, listening to these episodes as you go back and listen to them again um because we had to get it all but to think about okay is there something that I need to be aware of that I wasn't aware of before and I know for me personally in regards to paying for things this is something that I will make sure to bring up in my next relationship because I want to communicate like, hey, I don't expect you to pay for everything. Yeah. Now, if you still do, I think that's very sweet and kind of you. Yeah. And I'm not going to make you let me pay for things. Yeah. Well, and most guys that have mentioned this have said, oh, I want to pay. I would want to. And every guy I've ever dated was the same way. Mm -hmm. But they all said, but I really appreciate you saying that. You offering. Yes. Yes. And I think even if you're a girl listening, that you offering is a you know, third, fourth date, whatever uh-huh. it is, is a great way for you to have this conversation. Uh-huh. 
And like Bethany says, I mean, you can literally copy and paste her spiel of like, <laughs> I don't expect you to pay for everything. So I would love to like get this yeah. for you. And he can either say, hey, I really appreciate that. Sure. Or, and actually mean it when you say That's it. That's what I was, exactly what I was going to say is if there is even a sliver of your mind that's like, well, I'll see what he says. Mm-hmm. And you're testing him. And if he says, okay, great. Yeah, sure. Don't get You're going to be mad. Don't even ask. No. You need to be off. sincere when exactly. you offer. But. Yeah. No and, manipulation here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you offer, he either takes you up on it or he says, hey, I really appreciate it. But I, you yeah. know, I want to still get it. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Thank you so yeah. much. Yep. Because I think as girls, it's really easy for us to forget how expensive dating gets. <laughs> yeah. Um, because. Because we don't have we to pay. We don't have to pay. Typically. Yeah. Like, like you said, the, the guys I've dated, they pay for everything. Yeah. And, you know, I just never had to work. But I'm sitting back thinking, like, good night. The amount of meals and coffee and activities and, and gas. gas and, like, the whole, especially when you're, like, long distance and mm-hmm. all that. Just It costs so much. And so, like you said, to show that you don't feel entitled to offer to take some of that burden off of yeah. him. And then you leave that up to him, yep. I think, is a great thing for us to really think about going into a relationship i know i will okay so finally matt's interview we kind of alluded to this earlier but when we asked him his best dating advice he ever got he quoted well his friend that gave it to him quoted we bought a zoo is that the name of the movie where he's talking about was it matt damon that was in yeah okay matt damon's talking about when he met his wife he just needed 20 seconds of courage and i just loved that melted into a puddle on the spot much because it's so and i think I mean, that's just great advice for life in general, whether it's uh-huh. dating or just anything else in your life. If you want to go for something, how long is it really going to take for you to just muster up that little bit of courage for yeah. you to say that one thing or make that decision or take that risk and all the good that could come yeah. from it if you would just, it's 20 seconds. Yeah. Well, and think about like all the things in life that are just, you put off and you're like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. And you put it off and put it off and put it off for weeks. Yeah. And then you finally do whatever that thing is and you're like, Wait, that was it? Yeah. Like, it never takes as long what? as you think it will. No. So I think it's kind of like the same concept oh, totally. as that. Definitely. I loved that he made that yeah. point. I thought that was great advice. I think the guys all had really good advice that they'd been they did. given. I really liked that question. Uh-huh. That ended up being one of my favorite questions that we asked. Yeah. I think one of the things that cracked me up or I could relate to yeah. is he talked about dating by committee. Which I still say, we're totally stealing that phrase oh, and for doing sure. a whole episode on it oh, next season. We have to somehow. Definitely. Um, but just... We're not... If we make any profit off of it, though, we we'll can't tell cut him. We'll him in. No, we just can't oh, tell him. We just won't tell him. We just won't tell him. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's terrible. Okay. Dating by committee. But dating... Meaning, or he said, I love getting people's input and I love, like, hearing what they have to say. But at the end of the day, I want to know it's my decision. Mm. And I get that. Totally. Because I've had situations before where people are like, oh, you should go out with this person. You should go out with that person. Or you should be interested here. Or this, they would be, you hear this all the time. They would be perfect for you. Y'all would be perfect together. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So in the back of your mind, there's always like, okay, do I like this person? Or do I feel like I should? Because on paper, according to all these other people, it makes sense. And who wants to go into something wondering which of those is the case? Yeah. No one. You want to be sure that it's your feelings. Exactly. So I think if people are volunteering that information, you're kind of stuck a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like you're at their mercy. But if you're seeking out that information, this was just something I've thought about since then. Like to encourage like you girls, because we're the ones that tend to get 38 opinions on things. (laughs) Yeah. 
if you're seeking out opinions from all these people and then you're like, oh my word, why do I have so many different opinions from people on things? It's kind of your own fault. Yeah. So don't do that. Mm -hmm. Keep that circle small. Keep, find those people, have those people whose input you appreciate, whose opinions you value, who you want speaking into that area of your life and keep that circle small and go to them for input. Don't go to everyone and their sister asking them who they think you should date. No. And I think this was really challenging for me to putting myself in the committee role, not the... Mm, you thought about it totally I thought about me. it from the other side. And if, if I am giving someone advice on dating or... Because people ask us now yes. questions yes. quite a bit, which I love, but we've inadvertently become the experts on the topic, like in our friend group or whatever. <laughs> so when people ask me questions or they ask for advice or, you know... I really want to think through, okay, what am I saying? Am I projecting what I mm. think they should do on them? Or am I asking them questions of, hey, how do you feel about this? Yeah. Do you like him? Do you, yeah. you know, what do you like about him? That's a great question Yes, for, to get someone to verbalize what they actually like about this person. And it's not just, oh, well, such and such that he's like this, but do I think he's like that? Yeah. Do I see this in him? And it really challenged me to think through how I give advice or share my opinion or ask questions when I'm, when I'm in the committee role yes. versus the person that's being informed by the committee. Um, so, shall we say? Yes. I think that's just good advice as a friend. Yeah. You know, cause we all, mm -hmm. we love talking about dating with our friends. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how this podcast got started. Yep. <laughs> we talked about dating with our friends. Like we should do a podcast on this. And here we are. Yeah. Two years so, later. Yeah. But I, we definitely have to do an episode on this. I love it. I loved the concept. And I think in church, yes. it is ramped up like you wouldn't believe. Absolutely. And everyone's very well-intentioned. Mm -hmm. Hear me. Totally. But I think because everyone wants everyone to be married just mm -hmm. like they are and as happy as they are. And I so appreciate that. Yes. But oh man. <laughs> it's something else. It is. It's hard. The older you get. Oh, too. yeah. Definitely. Because it's like, oh, she just needs a little extra help. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm the one to give it oh to her. Oh my gosh, I know. I was, it was so cool the other night. I was talking to my mom about one of the, one of the interviews we uh -huh. were talking about when I was home for Christmas and something about the age. And she was like, did you know the average age for people to get married now is 30 and 31? I'm like, yes. She's like, she's like, I think that's a great fact for everyone to have because she's like people in my age group were thinking through the filter of it was like 22 and 23 yeah. when we were getting married yeah. or whatever it was. I don't know. Well, and I think you have to think through. Why is it different? Mm -hmm. Is it because people? <laughs> yeah, one of these days. I don't. I don't know if anyone can you tell why. You all like, they make fun of the way I say my wh sounds, and I don't know how much that translates over, over. the air. But I it's very pronounced. Yes, shall we Bethany say white? Because my last name is White, and so for years I've said White, and people are like. How do you spell that? What, what is it? Please tell me you're kidding. Oh, people ask how to spell it all the time. Oh, and I don't know if they think I'm saying Wyatt, um, White, Why, what? Because yeah. you don't. So I white. have because of that, I say White oh, because see, it, I never knew why. Oh yeah, that's totally why. And uh, now I don't think about it. But yeah, that that is what I. It's very pronounced. I totally make fun on of that. All the time. And now I say who, where, why, when. <laughs> it's like a little gust of wind cool comes whip. out of her. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. I totally major rabbit trail. We have to have one per episode, right? Uh, yeah, I totally don't remember what I was talking about. You were though. talking about um, 
the average oh yeah age why is it like that why is it like that now (laughs) because if the reason it's like that is because people are delaying maturity that's a problem Mm -hmm. if it's because people are selfish that's a problem and in the world at large non-christians has no way of being anything but selfish self-absorbed self-focused because they are the most important thing mm-hmm. it's only through the filter of christ that we can be selfless so i don't think there's anything wrong with getting married older but why are you doing that yes don't make fun of me i won't i won't <laughs> no i think it's a valid question so yeah we can talk about that more later yeah, too maybe we'll do an episode on that too okay it's like simultaneous season four planning no joke <laughs> Um, Another thing that I thought was interesting that Matt said in his interview, we asked uh, what was the hardest part about dating as a Christian man. Oh, yeah. And Gabe said this, too. Gabe said this, too, which Brett's I don't think Brett's made it into the actual like thing. It was in the Patreon. Yeah. But he said physical boundaries, which Uh Gabe did mention. But then Brett made the comment. He's like, if you have another answer, please tell me because I had the hardest time coming up with. Oh, that's true. And Matt and Gabe both said. Did you tell Brett? Yeah, I did. Okay. And he was like, that's really true. I hadn't thought about yeah. that. So we had this whole conversation about it. But Matt and Gabe both said that the pool of potential dateable Dates. people was more limited as a Christian. Right. But what Bethany and I were talking yeah, about was... this had never crossed my no, mind. No. So the, the analogy we had was like, if if the the dating pool at large is like the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Guys see like, here's the Pacific Ocean. Right. I have, you know, Lake Lanier as my yes. option. Right. Where in my mind. Totally me too. Lake Lanier is the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Like it's just, this is, That's I'm not it. even looking out there. This exactly. is all I have. And it ends up being more like a kiddie pool. But. <laughs> but um, it was just so interesting that that's the way they viewed yeah. it because it wasn't like, oh, there are all these people I could date, but I can only date these. It's. I'm not going to date any of those people. So this is just my yeah. pool and that's it. So just their perspective it on was that interesting. was really interesting to kind of flip the way I thought about that. And for I both have... of them to say it and not know the other one said right. it again. Love when that happened. But yeah, that was really interesting. Cause yeah, like you said, I don't know if it's just because I don't even want to <laughs> think about that or I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, to me, it's like, okay, if this pool to pick from is because like we said, if your faith is important, like that's going to be something that you look for Mm -hmm. so those people who are similar in that are your pool it never occurred to me that all these people out there were just off limits like they just yeah it's almost like they didn't even exist which sounds (laughs) Sounds horrible terrible but well in my mind it's like i'm not even gonna go there because if i consider them and think what's the point then i'm gonna get disappointed when i find out that they're not even a christian right and then i'm like oh but he's so great and he he's tall and cute and he played you know professional baseball for a while or what i don't know just, yeah you know making Chris things up. high <laughs> yeah very high um so a little corner was, of the ocean yes i thought that was interesting okay the last one that i probably had from matt mm-hmm. was when he talked about we have to be okay with not going on a second date like we have to be okay with just going to get coffee with no pressure and We've talked a lot. This is another one that just really got me thinking because I agree with that mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. Yes. And I know it's hard for guys because that's not always the perception of what girls think of a coffee date. And so I just, you know, we've talked before and I think I've kind of evolved a little in what I think on this. We've talked before about, oh yeah, just go get coffee. No expectations, no whatever. And just in reflecting on that since he was talking about it, you can't go into something 
with no expectations. Then yes. we may be getting into semantics here, but yeah. I think it's a key distinction. Mm-hmm. Go into it with reasonable expectations. And my point there is you're going to have expectations and he does too. What I would say is go into them, go into that scenario, go into that coffee date with only the expectations that have been communicated between the two of you, because then you know they're the same. Yes. If you're going into this with the expectation of, we're just going to get to know each other. I would like to get to know you better. Expectation done. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. Yeah. This is not a precursor to a marriage proposal. This is not, I want to date you for a year. This is, I want to get to know you better over coffee for two hours and be okay with that. Yeah. It's when we, and this goes back to how girls' brains work and how boys' brains work. Yes. When you go into this with all of these expectations that you have not communicated to him, how is he ever going to know that you're wanting him to live up to those. Mm-hmm. And if any of those expectations are things that you would not want to tell him, then they're probably unreasonable. Yeah. That's a great filter to think. Yeah. So if through. this is something you're like, oh my God, I could not ever tell him that Yeah. right now, then that's probably an unreasonable expectation for you to have of whatever this event that you're about to go to is. Yeah. So think through it that way, because if you have this long list of things you're wanting him to live up to, or you're wanting this to become... But you're not telling him he will only ever fall short of that because, you know, good and well, it's more of a fairy tale in your brain than real life will ever be. Yeah. So it's not that you shouldn't have any expectations, but have reasonable ones that have been communicated. Yes. Agreed. And I think this is a really good middle ground because when we started this podcast, it was like you had Bethany and I on very opposite ends of the spectrum where <sighs> Bethany was like, keep the expectations low to no expectations exactly whereas i am in rom-com city where mine are just through the roof and it was always bethany i need you to get a little more excited and expect a little bit more and she was like kristen i need you to come back down to reality off your cloud and i think there's been growth on both sides of this i I really do i think so too and just just having that middle ground i think is a really healthy place to be yeah and is gonna set you up for success whether the relationship works out well whether it never turns into anything whether you take that into a new relationship whatever the case i think that's a great mindset to have yeah but like you said i think we've both grown i do too we're both coming to the middle of the (laughs) we're looking looking for it at least we're looking for it The last thing that I'll say about Matt's is he kind of turned the tables on us a little bit and asked us this question, which was a great question, but I totally wasn't expecting it. Yeah, we We stumbled through it. Oh, totally. (laughs) You probably had to edit so much. (laughs) But we asked the guys, do you think that you can be friends with a girl without ever wanting to date her? Which my perception was that they were going to say, oh, definitely not. Oh, absolutely not. not. No. Oh, me too. But then Matt was like, after we talked about it for a little bit, he's yeah. like, well, are y'all not friends with people that you haven't, that you wouldn't want to date? And I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I have like, and I said this then and I don't think I said it well. <laughs> so I'm glad we're talking about this again. <laughs> yes. Because give us more time to think about I it. I kind of stumbled through saying uh, there's t- there's a line in my head. And there are people who I know enough about and I have seen enough and I have interacted with enough to say I would not date them. Mm-hmm. If they asked, I would say no. Then there is another category of people that I would not say, oh, I like them. Like I'm really liking them or crushing on them or I would not say that. But if they asked, I would go out with them because I don't really have enough information either way. I don't have enough information to say, oh, I really like this guy. And I don't have enough information to say, Nope, would not date him. 
So there's potential there. And I think the distinction in my head is the guys in that first category, I don't really ever go out of my way to interact or contact or hang out with them. Am I friendly to them? I felt like in the thing I sounded like, oh, I'm not even going to stoop to their level. Like, that is not what I meant. No. I just meant I don't go out of my way. I don't initiate, try to come up with reasons to hang out or talk to them or find out more about them. Because that's not there. We're friendly. We hang out when paths cross and we can have a great time and that's fine. But I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, we're good friends. Yeah. But that second group where I'm like, I don't know, I don't have enough information, but let's find out that information. Am I going to create ways? And that sounds manipulative. I don't mean that. Yeah. But like, am I going to initiate or talk or text and be like, hey, I want to get to know you more. Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to gravitate to them more. Mm -hmm. So those would be people that would end up becoming friends. And kind of like I think Brett said, if then if it's someone you've known for a while, they stick around. So at that point, they've kind of become friends. And Mm -hmm. then even if you've said, okay, no, I'm not going to date them or they're dating someone else or whatever. Yeah. You're already friends. Yes. So it's kind of a funny thing, but don't ever be rude to people. That was not... (laughs) That was not the takeaway. Yeah. And I think Kristen was saying girls' perception of friendship and what the word friends mean versus guys may be part of the reason behind the very differing thoughts on this from Mm -hmm. between us and them. And I think I'm going to let her explain that to you in a second. (laughs) But I really think we should go back to the guys and follow up on this. And we'll let you guys know, obviously. Yeah. But explain that. I think so, too, because the more I thought about it, The way that, specifically with Gabe, the way he talked about this was, he's like, well, if a girl just doesn't check my boxes, it's not like I'm not going to talk to her or be nice to her or interact with her or whatever. Where I started thinking like, okay, well, if that's all you need to be a friend in your mind, that's not what I would consider a friend. Like we call them acquaintances or like people that I see like friends of a friend. We know know each other. Yeah, Yeah, you know me, but I wouldn't necessarily call you a friend because with girls, most girls I feel like are this way, when you're... You have friends. Those are people you talk to. You know, we joke all the time that girls don't have to be doing anything. We can just sit on the couch and talk for four hours. And that's great quality yeah. time. Yeah. And I came over here real quick so we could record this episode. And an hour and a half later, we're like, oh, we probably should we go probably do should this. should work on this now. Because we've just been <laughs> just catching up. Just sat there up. gabbing. Yeah. And whereas guys, and we've, I think, talked to Matt about this yeah. before, where guys, when they're friends, they do stuff together. Yes. Or, you know, they hang out or I don't know. I'm not a guy, so I can't fill in all those (laughs) details for you. But my definition of friendship is someone who knows me really well. I spend a lot of time with, I talk to a lot Mm -hmm. and I don't have a lot of guys like that in my life. No, I mean, I could count on one hand. Yes. Typically those are the guys too that not always, but typically those are the guys that I'm like, "Mm, I probably, I'd go out with you. Most likely. There's probably some basic, just guys you would date are the ones you you would get along with them pretty well. Yeah. Because the potential for that. Mm-hmm. So I think you're just going to gravitate towards them anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. And everybody has their, you know, definition of friendship and their line. Like I talked about in, I think it was Matt's interview. Or like if I'm friends with a guy, if I'm not interested, I'm not going to text him all the time. Yeah. Like that's not something I'm going to. Right. Then I don't want to send a message of like, oh, I'm talking to you all the time, but I'm not interested in you whatsoever. Exactly. It goes back to like what Gabe was saying. You're going to talk to him more if you're interested. Mm-hmm. The communication and, will be different. Right. And that's kind of like the distinction for me too of like that first group I was talking about where I'm like, I'm not going to text them all the time. I'm not going to look for ways to keep conversation going or get to know them as much. It'll just be when our paths cross, we talk, we hang mm-hmm. out and that's fine. Whereas that second group where I'm like, okay, let's get some more information. I'm going to do those things more. Yes. So I think that'll be interesting as we go back and 
had this little follow-up question yes. with each of the guys, like, how do you define friendship? Yeah. Almost. When like, we say, are you friends with a girl you're not interested in, what does that look like? Yes. Because I'm wondering if it's very different. I have a So maybe we'll do a couch is. cast oh, in yeah. season four. Report back. That's the reporting. Yeah. I think that'll be good. Define the friend zone. Yeah. Ooh. You like that? I like that okay. a lot. So we'll do that. There we go. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have today for our little bonus episode. Maybe you have a very happy, happy new, year. new year. Welcome to 2020. Gosh, that sounds so oh, crazy. Oh, man. I know. 2000 was 20 years ago. Oh, 20 man. years ago. 20 also, we learned about the Roaring Twenties in high school, and we're in our own twenties now. That's we what's are. been weird to me. Of like, I literally read in the history books when I was in school about the twenties, and I'm like, we're in our own twenties now. Man, I know. Isn't that nuts? That is crazy. So, anyways, we hope you guys have a very happy new year. Stay tuned over the next few weeks before we start season four. We'll have we've got stuff in plenty the, in the works. of things for y'all to listen to and catch up with us on. So yeah, we'll probably see you next Wednesday. Yes. If I had will. to guess. Yes, we will. Okay. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm-hmm.